this is episode 543 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, October 29th, 2018. I am your host, Mark Cruznez, and today I will be talking about more Red Dead Redemption 2, some heavy fire Red Shadow, and the PlayStation 1 Classic, which just got its full list of games revealed, and it's a, it's a mixed bag. So I'm just going to start off with that, and I'll give you the list of games first, and then uh, tell you what I think of them. Uh, so we have Battle Arena Toshinden, Cool Borders 2, Destruction Derby, Final Fantasy 7, Grand Theft Auto, Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Metal Gear Solid, Mr. Driller, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, Rayman, Resident Evil Director's Cut, Revelations Persona, Ridge Racer Type 4, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, Siphon Filter, Tekken 3, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Twisted Metal, and Wild Arms. And I think we can all agree that the one that sticks out the most as a why is this on here is Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. I don't know about you, but when I think Boy, oh boy, I love Rainbow Six. I want to play the original Rainbow Six. The system where I think most of when I think of <laughs> Rainbow Six. It's not where what I think most of. It is the PlayStation 1. Because the PlayStation 1 version of Rainbow Six is the best version. I don't know anyone who's ever played this. I didn't even know the game ever came out on here. I think the reason why this is included is the same reason a handful of these are included. It's for the name recognition. Because Rainbow Six Siege is a huge game right now and has a huge user base. And they can say, hey, our little mini console has Rainbow Six. You like Siege. You like Rainbow Six. You're going to like this. Because it's aged super well, I'm sure. And feels great on the PlayStation 1. So that is weird. Then, of course, Grand Theft Auto is a little weird to have on there because I think of Grand Theft Auto Pre-3 as a PC series. That's where I played them all. But also, if you're going to have a Grand Theft Auto game, why not have Grand Theft Auto 2, the one which I think most people remember fondly if they are fans of the original top-down Grand Theft Auto games. But again, name recognition. Grand Theft Auto is uh, kind of big, so... Makes sense to add it there for that. And then the other one is Revelations Persona. A real nice addition, but I think it's there because of uh, the popularity of Persona now. This, you know, Revelations Persona was not a big hit back in the day. I don't, I don't think you'd call it a classic in that sense, but it's nice that it's there. Maybe they could have picked uh, a different Persona game, but fine. But I still just can't get over Rainbow Six uh, when you think and, and realize all the omissions that have that have been misplaced, that have been forgotten. So the Crash series, the Spyro series, both not here. Makes sense given that they both have collections that are either out or coming out very soon. The Crash Bandicoot series uh, collection is out and has been out for... I don't know, six months or so at this point, and Spyro is coming sometime soon, I think. It was delayed because, well, at least I think it was delayed because uh, the the realization that the majority of the games, just the first game, was included on the disc and the rest were downloadable. 
um, or included as a download. Um, but, you know, I, I understand why they're not there, though. Maybe put Crash Team Racing on here somewhere. Uh, the Tomb Raider series is nowhere to be found, and that seems a little bit weird because I, I think of Tomb Raider as one of the most iconic PlayStation 1 characters. Uh, it would have been nice to have Klonoa on here. Um, I think having Twisted Metal instead of Twisted Metal 2 is weird because for me, and I think most, Twisted Metal 2 is the Twisted Metal you look back most fondly on. Either I always say Twisted Metal 2 or Twisted Metal Black, depending on partially your age and also just your preference because they're very different. Twisted Metal Black is clearly a much darker game and is the reason I love uh, Painted Black by the Rolling Stones. And it's an, it's an amazing game. Both of them are fantastic. Um, Metal Gear Solid is clear, uh, is, you know, an obvious choice and a great choice, as is Final Fantasy VII and a few others like Resident Evil. Though I don't know if maybe the director's cut is not a great version of it. I don't know. But the there's also Prap the Rapper that's not here, or I'm Jamie Lammy, which is a series I never got into and I guess didn't do that well, but I feel like the fandom for it has really blown up to some degree since the PlayStation 1 days. In a way, I think if the character or characters were included in the PlayStation All-Stars game, which was a failed mess. Maybe they should have gotten uh, something on here. Soul Reaver, that would be nice. You know, There are things that I would like that I know f would in no way ever make it, like Breath of Fire 4. Um, I think NFL Blitz would be cool, but that could be some licensing issues because I don't know if in the NES and SNES Classic if they had licensed sports games. I know they had sports games, but I don't know if any of them were licensed, um, which also... Uh, completely destroys any hope uh, that we had. We knew this of getting a Tony Hawk game or Gran Turismo. Um, Castlevania Symphony of the Night is probably the most glaring omission, and I guess it's because whatever you know, they're they're getting the collection with Rondo of Blood that's already available. I don't know, but I don't care. It should be on there. It's ridiculous that it's not on there. It is one of the greatest games of the generation and potentially of all time and the fact that it's not on there on this classic console um or on this little classic version of the console it's a bit ridiculous um but yeah i i think another thing with because uh, i think nintendo was fine with this but it's a bit disappointing that they aren't willing to have multiple games from the same franchise for instance why not have final fantasy tactics on there as well um why not have resident evil 2 i know we're getting the remake but it's taking resident evil 2 and then upgrading it with no tank controls and all that it's going to be a different experience um and some people would much rather i don't know if they'd much rather have it but they would like to have the classic experience too and yeah it's a bit of a mixed bag. I, I would have preferred to see Driver or Driver 2 over Destruction Derby. I don't remember. I don't have any fond memories of Destruction Derby, but I had a lot of fond memories of Driver 2 because it had Chicago in it, and I was 
so I was so excited to be able to drive around Chicago and get out of the car and just explore my city, which I never felt like I had many options to do. And I played the hell out of it and did a lot of multiplayer with my dad where we would just get at opposite ends of the L track and then just drive right at each other. We weren't playing chicken because we both agreed to not swerve out of the way. And it was whoever, uh, whoever was still running by the end of it, uh, was the winner. Um, it's, it's not that much fun when you think about it, but I, I was easily amused and just playing something with my dad and driving around in Chicago was enough for me. Um, but yeah, 20 games, they say on the blog post, 20 amazing games. I don't know about that. Um, but, uh, a hundred bucks. And really at this point, everyone's wondering, will it be as easy to hack as the NES and SNES classic and how much onboard storage will there be? Can I remove the games that are on there to make up room? Is this really just a PlayStation TV with a new frame on it? Uh, who knows? All those answers will be known in sometime in December, I think like December 3rd or something. Um, I do think it would be really cool and I would buy one immediately if it was really just a PlayStation TV and if you could flip open the top and under there would be a slot for the proprietary card and Vita cards, I would I would buy it immediately because I want a PlayStation TV. And I, I think if the PlayStation TV was this when it first launched, if it looked like this, that it would have done uh, exceptionally better. But say la vie. Uh, so moving on to Red Dead Redemption 2, I have played probably about 20 hours of it total at this point. I just hit chapter three and I am enjoying it quite a bit. It is not without problems, but a lot of the things that those who detract from the game, uh, have issue with don't really bother me. I don't mind the slow methodical nature of it i like that um I, I like a slow pace thing where i can just move around and do my own thing and i i don't ha i don't feel pressured to do this or that when i am, am interested in the world that it has created and i'm very much so interested in this in, in large part because i love westerns and cowboys and all that jazz and looking at the game as just a cowboy simulator where i can just go around and hunt maybe i'll lasso a person I'll, I'll run into random encounters where somebody's trying to hold up a train and i can save them or i see a, a, a domestic uh, dispute and i can interrupt it and maybe things will go bad maybe i'll be able to defuse the situation uh, I, you know i've run into someone who is a wounded vet who just feels so down on themselves and i keep running into them and just befriending them and making them feel good about themselves um i enjoy all of that about it and the, the little details like if you do go hunting and you shoot an animal say an elk and you don't kill it with your sh uh, with your first shot and it's laying on the ground writhing in pain and you don't put it out of its misery you will lose honor for that um and i like stuff like that that it's thinking about all those different things um the the story though 
has failed to grab me so far. I don't care much for the narrative. I like some of the characters, including Arthur, which seems to be a minority opinion. I enjoy him because I just enjoy his not giving much of a shit attitude because I share that attitude often. Um, But I, I, I don't care about the story overall so far. It hasn't hooked me. It hasn't hooked me and reeled me in. I finally learned how to fish, but the game has failed to fish me. (laughs) That was terrible, but I'm really enjoying it. It is a rockstar ass rockstar game. Feels like a rockstar ass rockstar game. I don't know why people are just so down on that. Like they were expecting it to feel so different than previous games from them as if you know every other studio does things drastically different you look at naughty dog all the uncharted games feel exactly the same they didn't change uncharted 4 felt like an uncharted game which is to say it felt bad it was a bad shooter just like the the first three games what made it more tolerable was the inclusion of accessibility options uh aka the lock-on ability that made shooting way better because the shooting felt terrible um but because you could just lock on and not really think about it and not have to uh manually aim and all that it was okay but it still felt like a uncharted game Uh, you know the last of us is different but it's not the best mechanically it works because it's more confined and it's it's more about closing in on your enemies and getting in close and all that and not about these huge battles with uh, a slew of enemies that just take way too many bullets to take down. Um, so yeah, I like. I mean, that's just one example, but you know, it, it, it for me with Red Dead Redemption Two, I got exactly what I was expecting to get. Maybe it's a little slower than I was expecting, but I, I wasn't really expecting anything in in that sense. But in terms of the way it feels, um, I got exactly like the one part of it that I would have liked to have seen improved over previous games. Because sure, like I'm I'm somebody who enjoys the way the Rockstar games feel. I I enjoy the shooting. It's not the best shooter in the in the world, but it's its own thing and it's nice to have something that's a bit different and a bit more weighty um but it would have been nice if they had just cleaned up menu navigation and all that kind of jazz i hate how cumbersome it is just to save the game i wish you could uh set auto saving to one of the d-pad buttons or something because to manually save because the auto save feature is something i have no faith in i do not trust the auto save at all I know it does it. I don't know when it does it. I don't trust it. So I like to save a lot when I feel like, oh, something bad might happen or I'm about to take a mission. I don't know if I actually wanted to do this mission right now. What if it leads me to this and I miss out on this other one? So I save a lot. And to save, you have to pause the game, go into story, then go into the save menu, and then save your game in one of the slots. And then it'll always say, are you sure? Are you sure you want to do this? Are you really sure? Are you are you definitely sure? Okay, I, I'm gonna save it for you, but just let me ask you one more time. Are you sure? Uh, 
and it's a bit of a pain in the ass. Um, you know, checking your inventory and all those kind of things. It's, it's, it's okay. You know, um, I've heard some people complain about it taking multiple button button pressings to get to the map. I, I, you just hold the, what would be the start button. So I think on the Xbox one controller, it's the three lines. Um, you just hold that and that opens up the map. Uh, it's, you know, not terrible. But yeah, you know, it's it's not a game without issues. It, I, I wouldn't call it a masterpiece or anything. It is not my game of the year. It, it's not going to be, but I don't think it's terrible. Uh, someone I follow who is a game designer that I really like, who's made uh, some great mobile games, he posted a tweet that was something along the lines, I, I'm not sure if this is exactly what he said, but it was something along the lines of, Red Dead Redemption 2 is one of the worst games I've ever played. Why do people like this? You know, I'm three hours in and I'm doing nothing. I feel, you know, I have no freedom. Why do people like this glorified tech demo? And to me, one, it's clear that he didn't get out of the the snowy uh, area and where the game opens up. But I don't understand how someone could call Red Dead Redemption 2 with a straight face one of the worst games they've ever played if they've played a fair amount of games and not just I don't know like three games um, because it's I, I've played a lot of games I've played a lot of bad games Red Dead Redemption 2 may not be for you and may be slower than you would like it may be a bit clunkier for you, but that doesn't make it one of the worst games of all time. You know, and I'm all for subjective uh, subjectivity and, and everyone has their own opinion, but that seems like a bit much to go that far. Um, I, I would love to take anyone who feels that way and give them some truly terrible games. Here, play Jumper Griffin Story. Play Ride to Hell Retribution. You know, play Vampire Rain. Like I, I can, I can give you a nice selection of games that will make you a believer in Red Dead Redemption Two as at least a not worst game of all time kind of game. Um, you know, it's just that these just games in general are very subjective. Everything's subjective. You're not gonna like every type of game. I love the Souls games. A lot of people love the Souls games, but a lot of people hate them. They think they're incredibly obtuse and too difficult and just don't give you anything to go off uh, in terms of like, the story. You have, to, you have to find the story for yourself and, and read and read up on it and just the story isn't handed to you. You have to go searching for it. And not everyone likes that, but some people do. Um, so yeah, I've, I've enjoyed the game. There are some silly moments where I just end up falling off a cliff. I went into cinematic mode once and the horse just, he just ran off a cliff. I was like, what the hell? I thought in cinematic mode, you're supposed to be going down the path and it didn't happen for me. Um, I've seen people get kicked in the face by horses. That's fun. Uh, I just really like it, and it it looks beautiful. I said that last time, but it is 
ridiculous how beautiful it is. I'm playing on an Xbox One X on a 1080p screen, so I'm not seeing it in 4K or in, in HDR or any of that, but it still looks incredible. The the lighting, one of my favorite. I the the weather in it is something I appreciate uh, maybe most of all. And one of my favorite parts is when it gets foggy and the sun is rising and you just see all these ray ray of lights uh rays of light coming through it's, it's so beautiful and it's 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 very stunning um and, and it captures all these different settings so well whether it's night daytime uh midday if it's rainy snowy foggy etc it does a great job with all of that so i really like that about it it, it makes the world something that is engaging to explore it makes it it makes me want to explore just because it is so beautiful um and i i like just all the the random things you can run into whether it's a group of gang members holding a, a, a bridge hostage um or a tourists who is lost and you have to take them away and they just tell you a bunch of stupid ridiculous things and whatever it's a, you just chill out for a little bit with this stupid guy from new york but yeah that is red dead redemption 2 i'm sure i will be talking about it on multiple episodes to come moving on to heavy fire red shadow this is a series i have not played until this version i'm playing it on xbox one and it is a 360 degree 360 degree turret based shooter uh, where you're just taking on waves of enemies as they come so waves enemies will come you to kill them all new wave uh, and it's a solid game it's fine it's fun enough but my problem with it is that it seems to be designed for you to grind right from the beginning i don't feel like the first mission can be completed uh, until you grind a bit and upgrade your weapons because you have a turret with a machine gun, of course, but then you also have some rockets on there. And you can upgrade your health. You can uh, get regenerating health, make it so you never have to reload your machine gun, get more rocket ammo uh, and all that jazz. And I just feel like the game is balanced in a way to make you have to do that before you can even finish the first campaign mission. And... Endless mode, which you know is what it sounds like, is not even unlocked until you complete campaign mode, which is a little weird. And I think is about ten or so missions, and I'm still on the first mission because I played it for maybe forty-five minutes or so, and I kept dying every time the stupid uh, suicide bombers would come into play and just rush my uh, my bunker and blow me to high heaven. Uh, that's weird out of context. Uh, but uh, you can also build up uh, some perks in the missions, which include supply drops or airstrikes, and the last, I think, being a support chopper, which, you know, it builds up as you're killing enemies and whatnot. I like playing the game. It's a good mindless shooter, and it's good in small doses, but at the same time, I really hate games where I feel like I am forced to grind right from the very beginning. I, I don't. I I like grinding, 
a lot. Again, out of context. But I don't like... I don't like feeling forced and I especially don't like feeling forced right from, you know, the first minute. And I felt that way with heavy fire. Um, I'll play some more of it and see how it goes, but I'm not, I'm not pumped about that. Um, other than that, I'm one chapter away from finishing mirror's edge, which will be the next attack the backlog game and i don't want to spoil that episode i will go into much further detail on that episode i know it for a fact it will be my shortest episode because there's no way i have that much to talk about i can't go over 20 minutes about mirror's edge but i hate the game almost every part of it there are a few things that i do like to varying degrees but i fucking hate that game so much and I never want to play it again once I finish it and I want to throw it out my window when I finish it and then watch as many, many cars drive over it and over it and over and over again. Maybe I'm exaggerating a bit much, but I, I really hate the game. Um, but a game I didn't hate, I didn't love either. I'm, I'm mixed. I'm in the middle on is spec ops the line, which is the latest episode of Attack the Backlog, which just came out this past Sunday. So if you haven't already checked it out, please do. Um, you can check it out in video form, which I think is the best way to watch that show over at youtube.com slash sausage. And then other than that, I have continued my binging of Dragon Ball C. Uh, and Goku has popped his Super Saiyan Cherry. And it seems like the Frieza arc is about to come to a end, uh, to an end. So that is fun, I guess. I very much so prefer Dragon Ball to Z. That one is much more fun in general and uh, much better paced. And I just liked it. I like a lot of the the characters in it and the the op and ed are fantastic whereas i i still i don't understand what is going on with the ed in dragon ball z it first starts off with this audio that sounds like it's some animal crossing characters talking and then it just gets super bad and then the opening is just whatever some music which is fine but what I really do like is the music that plays every time it's like an intense moment. It was like, I don't know. It's really good though. It's the best part of the show. <laughs> I Maybe not the best part, but it's one of my most favorite parts. Every time I hear it, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I get to hear it a lot. It's usually played multiple times in an episode these days. But uh, other than that, not too much else to talk about. So, that is where I will end this hair episode. Once again, I am your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my anime list, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage on PSN. I'm the Kush3. The site is, of course, Pixelated Sausage, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and yes, we are now all on Spotify, and I've been pleasantly, I've been super surprised by how many people have been listening to this podcast in particular. 
I don't know if it's because the last episode had Red Dead Redemption 2 in the title and people are just searching for that. Maybe they want the, the soundtrack and they end up on my stupid podcast and they're like, well, I'm never listening to this again. But it's gotten a surprising amount of plays and streams and listeners and all that jazz. So that's a pleasant surprise. And if you're listening to this episode and you're from Spotify and you just discovered the show, thank you for listening. Um, please check out Attack the Backlog. I'm very happy with that show. I'm very proud of it. And I especially love the video version of it. And I, I think that's the way people should really consume that, uh, which again is over at youtube.com slash pixelated sausage. And if you like crazy, kooky, colorful art, you can check out my art over at pxsart.com slash yeah, no, there is no slash. It is just pxsart.com. And if you see something you like, you can click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy supporting the site in general and everything we do from the art to the podcast and the videos and everything in between, <laughs> and everything in between, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that away. And now I will say, 